Welcome to the Viewmasters. Twin Peaks, episode 10. Coma. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going okay. Excellent. I don't know what just happened in my brain. <laughs> I don't either, clearly. Uh, you said my name is Joe, and for some reason, like, I was either going to say my name is Joe, <laughs> or I was going to say my name is Jason. Either way, I was not going to say my own actual name. Yeah. But for no reason. We should do that uh, one episode and then just refer to each other as different names uh -huh. throughout. Yeah? Yeah. That sounds dumb. So, like, I'll say, my name is Kathleen. Uh-huh. And you'll say, shut the fuck up. Yeah. My name is uh. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you sound dumb. I have good ideas. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a long road ahead of we us. We do. Yeah. yeah. So, in the previous episode of Twin Peaks. The Peaks. We uh, experienced a level of absurdity that I don't think was uh, anything we had experienced before Definitely. while watching this program. Definitely not. Uh, this episode proved it was all a fluke. <laughs> And everything is just back to normal. Yep, it's just a straight procedural cop show now. <laughs> it is CSI Twin Peaks. <laughs> Law and Order Laura Palmer Murder Division. <laughs> Very specialized show. It's incredibly specialized, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh... I'm, uh, of course, lying. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what? You? I know. Most know me as a truth-sayer, <laughs> but on occasion I do some fibbing and some fooling. Occasionally. Occasionally. Uh, uh yeah. This episode is bonkers. <laughs> Next level. <laughs> I literally did not know what was happening. <laughs> oh, where to start? Yeah, so this episode is directed by David Lynch. Again? Again, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, that's your groundwork. Sure. That's your baseline for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is not written by David Lynch, though. No, yeah. Uh, which, like, it really makes me wonder... You know, like, because <clears throat> cause I've said in the past, like, some of this show feels improvised, mm -hmm. uh, particularly Agent Cooper, uh, especially in the first season. Yeah. Um, so, so it makes me wonder if, like, you know, there is a level of improvisation happening in the show, or, you know, just does David Lynch, uh, you know... Have this script that somebody else wrote, somebody else wrote, and then you know just uh, sort of uh, does his own thing with it. You know, I mean, I I, I want to kind of know like like the the making of of Twin Peaks, you know? Yeah. And I'm usually not interested in that kind of thing ever because uh, you know the show's the show, and you know we we just talk about what's presented. Yeah. But like. As we've been watching, I've just been curious about how everything gets put together in this thing. Yeah, it's probably pretty entertaining. I would um, uh, hope so. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, there are definitely things that are 
I would imagine not in the scripts right. that make their way into the show. Uh, the opening scene is a breakfast between Agent Cooper and uh, Miguel Ferrer, whose character's name I forget. Albert. Thank you, yeah. And uh, and just in the background, there's a barbershop quartet. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell. Like, they were sort of singing, just sort of humming. Um, there was a persistent hum. Yeah. And I assumed it was from them. Yeah. 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 So that was weird. Yeah. And never acknowledged. Nope. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuff there. like that, though, and I'm sure it's just like, hey, you know what would would really liven up this scene of just two people talking? Let's put a barbershop quartet in the background. Right. Uh, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of weird stuff that happens in this show. <laughs> the end. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, oh man, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the guy who killed Laura, uh, is around in this one. Bob? Bob, yes. Yeah. And he is fucking creepy. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he is like, uh, like a creepy version of, uh, Brent Spiner from Independence Day. Yes. Oh, that's such a perfect description. <laughs> yeah, well, she's pretty creepy to begin with. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, well, um, I'm sort of jumping ahead to the end, but there's a, a sequence where uh, Madeline is having a hallucination of him just, like, creeping across a room and climbing over furniture and yeah. get to her. And it's, it's the creepiest thing. It is unsettling. Yeah. It is unsettling. Uh, but then I think for, uh, the scene that we endured to get to there, uh, she deserved it. Aww. Aww. Yeah, alright, so, um... Oh, uh, yeah. let me just go ahead and say this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, fuck you, TV show. <laughs> right. Your, your, uh, your dislike of singing and things is well documented. Uh-huh. It is? So, so I can understand why you wouldn't have enjoyed that that sequence. Uh, not in the slightest. <laughs> the the thing that really got me uh, about the whole singing a song sequence uh, is that uh, it comes immediately after a, an abrupt cut from the most fascinating thing on the show thus far, which is the possibility for uh, alien life being involved. Yeah. It's like they're they're talking about that, and then abrupt cut to James and Donna and Madeline singing a fucking song. Yeah. Uh, In a scene that goes on forever. Yeah. It uh, lasted longer than the room service guy scene last episode. Uh, I don't know if it lasted longer, but I think just because of the horrendous music. Yeah. Which let's, we've uh, complained about the music in the show before. Yeah. Uh, but let's just go ahead and say that, uh, uh, the, the kids of Twin Peaks have terrible fucking taste in music. <laughs> Those kids are alright. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> Mm. Kids are all right. Mm. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it's weird too. Like the music will sometimes, sometimes it 
like shifts from being uh uh I'm gonna I don't know if you've heard the words diegetic. Yes. Okay, yeah. It sometimes it will shift I'm not an idiot. I know you're not an idiot, but it's kinda you know <laughs> nuts and boltsy. Yeah. I don't use I don't hear many people use the word diegetic and non diegetic. Alright. But yeah, like the music will shift from being uh non diegetic to being in the scene. Right. And it's weird every right. time that happens. Uh, yeah, it's happened multiple times. Uh, it happens in this episode. Yeah. Uh, when Bobby and uh, Shelly are in a car. Uh, and, like, yeah, the music is building as it pans to the car. And then Bobby says, hey, let's change the channel. And uh, changes the music. Yeah. Uh, which... Well, like, the music that they had on originally was just the regular music that they play all the time over scenes in the show. Right, and the dramatic music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, it's, and I'm sure it's done on purpose, it's disorienting. Yes, it is. Well, this whole show is disorienting. Yeah. <laughs> Especially these last couple of episodes. It's true. And, uh... I dig that. I normally dig it. But uh, they went ahead and put people singing in this one, <laughs> and it lasted forever. Yeah. And it was going to keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donna hadn't freaked out. Right. Because uh, it's uh, James uh, kneeling uh, with his uh, big-ass guitar mm-hmm. and singing in an impossibly high voice for... Uh, uh, his, uh, structure. Yeah, he has an impressive falsetto. <laughs> yes. And, uh, the girls, uh, sitting on the floor in front of a microphone, uh, harmonizing with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also lustfully staring at him as he sings. <laughs> yeah, we got us, uh, we got us a love triangle brewing. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? Yeah, how, how about that, indeed? <laughs> Can't say as I'm surprised. That's true. It is a giant soap opera. It is. We occasionally need to remind ourselves. And, you know, James had been uh, dating Laura. Sure. And then her doppelganger arrived. That's right. So there's probably going to be some attraction there. I'm sure. Uh, But, you know, at the same time, uh, it seems it's more uh, her to him. True. Is where the attraction uh, seems to be going. True. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, it's uh, just why. Why? Yeah. Just why? Yeah. <laughs> why did they cut short the best scene of the episode? The most interesting, I thought, scene of the episode. Uh, still talking about the alien, right? I'm still talking okay, about the alien. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> no, I'm not saying that the song singing <laughs> was the most interesting scene. Had to make sure. And how dare you think that I might have been saying that. Had to make sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so the, the alien thing was, uh, yeah. un- unexpected. That was out of nowhere. Yes. Uh, pre, predating, uh, the X-Files a little bit, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh. Is that why Mulder shows up later? Spoiler. Cause he's, I'm sorry, spoilers, spoilers but, but, but Mulder shows up later. Is he investigating the aliens? Could be. Undercover in drag? Could be. Awesome. It's all connected. <laughs> the truth is out there. When does Richard Belzer show up? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, uh, I think at this period of time he was busy undercover as a news reporter in uh, Keystone City. That's right. Or Central, Central City. City. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. That was hurtful. It was. <laughs> uh, but no, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've uh, talked about the end of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. We can talk about how the alien stuff comes into it. Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, uh, thanks uh, primarily to the log lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did we know her name before? I don't know if we did. Yeah, I can't I can't remember what it was now. It's Margaret. It's Margaret, that's yeah. right. At least that's what uh, Norma calls her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have expected them to be like, how you doing, log lady? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. She probably doesn't appreciate that. Probably not. She should not be defined by her log. Mm, she shouldn't. She's her own woman. She kind of is. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would guess that she's uh, kind of aware that uh, she she might be. Yeah. Uh, as uh, she she has to often speak on behalf of the log. She at least seems comfortable with it. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, she, she seems totally fine with it. Um, yeah, she shows up, uh, to the diner and sits next to, uh, Bobby's dad. Uh, and, uh, the log passes on a message that, uh, he needs to pass along a message. Yeah. And, uh, he, he totally understands, uh, what the log is talking about. I didn't. Yeah, I did not either. <laughs> I'm glad he knew what was going on. Yep. And luckily he showed back up uh, later in the episode to uh, clue clue the rest of us in. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, poor Andy is in the background, uh, unable to figure out tape. Yeah, what is... Did he have tape all over his hands? Is yes. Is that what that was? Yes, it was. Because it, it looks like... It looked like fake cobwebs or something. No, it was tape. Okay. Scotch tape. That's pretty bad. Yeah. That guy's an idiot. Yeah. Poor Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting blanks. <laughs> yeah, that happens too. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Andy finds out that he's uh, he's sterile Yeah. Uh, in this episode, which uh, uh, does not mean that he does not need to take a bath. Right. According to him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the smartest character on the show. Sure. Get it? He's dumb, see? Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Following. Right, that's just for the listener. No, okay, right. They're dumb. But yeah, so... They, the listeners dumb. They yeah. might be. I don't know. I don't know the listeners personally. No, I don't know them I'm, either. I might know some of them personally. I uh, may know one or two people personally. I don't know. Jason. Oh, yeah, Jason. Yeah, he's dumb. Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he uh, he is able to uh, refute... Uh, is it Lucy? Yes. He's able to refute her claim that uh, she is pregnant with his baby. Right. Uh, she may be pregnant. We don't know. Yeah. But it uh, is uh, most definitely not his. Yeah. And she responds by slamming a glass door in front of his face. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. Lucy is turning out to be quite the cunt. She's, whoa. <laughs> Calling it as a season. She's not very nice. I would not go that far. <laughs> Calling it as I see it. All right. Lucy is a mega cunt. You are entitled 
to your offensive opinion. Thank you. <laughs> First Amendment right. Yep. <laughs> <coughs> no. So, yeah, uh, that's the thing that happened. And I sort of feel bad for Andy. But, uh, well, you should. Yeah, but also, it's probably better that he doesn't have kids. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Can't argue that point yeah. at all. Uh, and especially with her. Yeah. Because cause she is also uh, not among the brightest of bulbs. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be a race of super morons. <laughs> That's a, the beginning of idiocracy. It's those two having kids. Yep. <laughs> oh, what a horrifying movie that was. It's a terrible, terrifying glimpse of the future. Yep. <laughs> I just wish, I wish that there was a buttfuckers around here that we could go to for dinner. That they all closed down. No, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyway, um... So what are you going to be doing later? <laughs> what? What are you going to be doing later? Nothing. Okay. I'm going to be baiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Okay. <laughs> this got weird. <laughs> oh, and still not as weird as this episode of Twin Peaks. No, it's definitely not. Um... Yeah, so, uh, what else, what else is there, uh... uh we, we cut back to, uh, Audrey, still stuck at One-Eyed Jacks. Right, yeah. Because, because Agent Cooper, uh, still has not found the note. Nope. That is hiding under his bed. Nope. Um, uh, and yet, uh, now other people are starting to realize that she is, uh, not around. Yeah. Uh, including her father. Yeah. Uh... The the call that he makes to report her missing is very nonchalant. It is. He doesn't care no. that she's been missing. He is just making people aware that she is missing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's nice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, so she uh, she confronts uh, the the creepy uh, department store manager uh, at One Eye Jacks, who is. Uh, Tied up with ropes, uh, and blindfolded, uh, while a scantily clad woman in a cowboy costume is vacuuming, mm-hmm. and another woman is about to bring a bucket of ice to him. Right, and his head is uh, toenails painted. Yes, yes. Uh, so perfectly normal. Absolutely. I mean, that's just uh, Saturday night, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. One Eyed Jacks is just a a, a fun loving. Fun-loving place it's for people of all shapes and sizes to go have a, a perfectly vanilla time. Yeah, it, there is almost a sense of whimsy. Yes, uh. whimsy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, so she, uh, Audrey, interrogates him while he's tied up yeah. and sort of chokes him with the vacuum cord. Sure. Uh, to get information about uh, what the situation is with uh, the department store and the the 
perfume counter. Right. And now Laura. it's all connected. And Laura. Yeah. Laura apparently was only at One Eye Jacks one time. Right. And uh, was using drugs while she was there, so she was thrown out. Yep. So Laura's not not uh, a stand-up citizen. She is not. Like. She is not stable. No, definitely not. Yeah. So, so maybe it's good she's dead. Whoa, I did not say that. I think that's exactly what you were saying. Let's not go that far. <laughs> you were exactly saying <laughs> that Laura Palmer deserved everything she got. Look, I am backpedaling from that as far as I can. <laughs> I just want to focus on Laura as a person first. Well, the thing about Laura is that she is uh, strong yeah. and beautiful. Yeah, which is a strange combination. Usually those things are mutually exclusive. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, it makes sense because she's such a female icon. Right. I don't want to say feminist. No, of course not. But female icon for right. sure. An icon for females, yes, one might uh, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, are you still standing by your statement that uh, uh, Lucy is a cunt? I mean... <laughs> That I never said. You, that was you. I clearly heard you say can that. We, uh, can we replay that tape? Sure. We'll do it after the show. Okay. Let's just edit that part in. <laughs> Alright, let's pause for editing. Okay. And you see, it clearly says... It's clearly you saying that. <laughs> well, I I don't know about that. Our voices sound somewhat familiar when, when you... Listen to it recorded like that. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it was just you, but I, well, but whatever. I will concede to your false allegations. You should. Yeah. I mean, it's a horrible thing for you to have said and then try to blame it on me. <laughs> but whatever. I guess I'll take the bullet on this one. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. No, no problem. This is this is what friendships are. Right. Taking bullets <laughs> and blaming each other for things. Yep. That we know the other didn't do. <laughs> that is pretty much how. That is friendship. Yeah, isn't that is it? friendship. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> this has been a nice bonding episode it for is. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see Leo. In a oh, coma yeah. in this episode, the titular coma. Sorta. Sorta. Uh, I could have sworn he opened his eyes. It looked like it might have twitched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he is uh, not in good shape. No, no, he uh, potential paralysis. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of hair on his body. He is a very hairy man. Uncomfortable amount of hair. It is. Uh, you would also think that uh, maybe. While he is uh, in a prone position, uh, you know, cut off that fucking stupid ponytail of his. Yes. <laughs> also, if they had to do surgery on him, wouldn't they have shaved, shaved him? the area right. around it? Yeah, yeah, because he is patched up on the chest area as yeah. well. So yeah, you would uh, assume that he would. Yeah. Oh, well. Not good doctors in Twin Peaks. Nope. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, what if uh, what if a hair gets into the uh, the wound? Yeah. Uh, that can't be good, right? Probably not. Yeah. I don't know anything about doctrine. I don't either. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty gross. That is pretty gross, yeah. Um, yeah, so so he's in a coma, and uh, 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 Bobby, not Billy, Bobby and Shelly uh, have a discussion about uh, insurance. 
Or, huh? or I guess disability is what they could collect for him. Right. And how they're going to start a new life together. Sure. With the disability that they collect for her husband. Yeah. Seems like a plan that is just going to work out perfectly. Absolutely not a flaw in sight. Nope. <laughs> I'm excited for them. Yeah. Those kids deserve happiness. They do. And are not annoying at all. They have been through a lot. They have. <laughs> and uh, also completely not annoying <laughs> whatsoever. What is Shelly doing with that idiot? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Exactly. She is just not making good life decisions at every turn. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, that's what this show is all about. It's about passing judgment on the characters. <laughs> well, yeah, we've done that throughout. Yeah, I uh, enjoy that. Well, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um... Let's see, there's another uh, titular coma patient. Yes. Uh, Rona? Is that her name? Ronit Pulaski. Uh She awakens from a coma. She does. And is uh, questioned by uh, Harry and uh, Dale um, after a lengthy scene of them trying to adjust some stools. Yes, that was amazing. Like, there, there's the part in that scene... Uh, where, like, after they've got the stools all situated, in my head I was like, oh, so right now is where this scene would start on any other show. Uh Uh-huh, yep. (laughs) But now we see them come into the room and fiddle with the stools for uh, at least a minute. It's ridiculous. It's awesome. And fantastic, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so they're showing her, uh... Drawings of uh, her potential attackers, and right. one of them is of Bob, and she freaks out and apparently causes all the lights to go out. Yeah, what the hell was that? I don't know. That was very weird. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I don't think she was just thrashing and hit the light or anything. No. So I think, that was odd. I think what it was is that her heart was beating so fast that uh, it was causing power outages. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. I know, right? How does that even work? I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure either. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a future plot point. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, Maybe she's an alien. Could be. That'd be awesome. Well, apparently there might be aliens out there. Yeah. And they they are warning people about owls. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that that's the only thing that the aliens said in neither of the other two warnings. Which I don't even remember what they were. I don't either. Or yeah. include it. Well, maybe they're saving them for later. Maybe. Yeah, like, they're... hey, focus on these owl things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, the part where they uh, superimposed an owl over Bob's face was really fucked up. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, let's see what else happens. Uh, Leland sees a, a flyer with uh, Bob's uh, drawing on it. And, yeah. Uh, uh, remembers him. From from his childhood. Yeah, so that's weird. Yeah. Like, did he know a younger version, or did he know Bob as he appears there? Right. Is Bob a demon? Bob may be a demon. They might need an exorcist. Good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they should call. Uh, Ghostbusters? John Constantine. Oh, John Constantine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've made Eric sad. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm just saying he's a master of the dark arts. Yes, he is. According to his business cards. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm just glad that there are 300 issues of a great comic out there available for everyone to read. Right. <laughs> that no one will read no one... after they see that terrible show. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 a good point that you make. It's just a shame that none of them would have worked as a TV show, right? They have to do something different. Yep. Yeah, can't have a book that ran for twenty years on. Relatively low sales, but with no exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's nothing in there that might make a, a good story that could be translated into another medium. Probably not. No. At least not on network television. Not on network television. <laughs> Even still, you probably could find something. Probably. Probably not, though. <sighs> anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, so Bob may or may not be an immortal demon. Maybe, yeah. We'll find out, hopefully. I hope so, too. Maybe he's an alien. Could be. Fuck, who knows? Maybe everyone's aliens. Oh, that'd be great. The whole town of Twin Peaks is a a hidden alien colony. That would be fantastic. None of them know it. Yeah. And H. Cooper uncovers all of this. That's why Laura died. Because she was starting to realize from all the drugs she was taking. Right. Oh, we just cracked this case. Nice. <laughs> we probably uh, don't need to watch the rest of the show. I'm good with that. Okay. <laughs> Starting next week, Sea uh, Lab 2021. Yes. If you're looking for me, better <laughs> check under the sea. <laughs> that is where you'll find me. I'm sorry, I know you don't like people saying, never mind. That was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, no, we should probably keep watching the show. Okay. Just to, just to just confirm. To verify. Exactly, yeah. 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 Trust but verify. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else happens. There's a weird scene about uh, smoked cheese shaped like a pig. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't really care for that. I don't uh, care about any of the mill stuff. I don't either. <laughs> Truly don't. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, 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 Domino Guy. Uh, uh, checks in for his yeah. Uh, probation. Yeah, Jerry. Right? No, Hank. Hank. Hank, that's right. Jerry is... Hank uh, Gary. Yeah. Jerry's a different guy. Jerry is... Uh, Jerry's Tom's brother. Ben's ben, brother. Ben. <laughs> I'm good. I got it covered. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. I feel like something else significant happened... Uh, it must not have been that significant. <clears throat> oh, Donna t- has her first day uh, delivering uh, Meals on Wheels. That's right. That's right. Wow, that was that was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so she's delivering Meals on Wheels to shut-ins, and uh, she goes to see uh, a shut-in old lady. Yep. And uh, and uh, there's a little kid there. Yep, just in the tux. In the tux. With with big poofy. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. David Lynch. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Little kid looks exactly like David Lynch, wearing a tux. <clears throat> Speaking in weird uh, 
phrases mm-hmm. and, and, and mysteries, enigmas. And doing magic. And doing magic. Like holding cream corn in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't even drip. Nope. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that kid's going to be a stellar magician. Definitely. <laughs> David Lynch Copperfield. <laughs> it's his stage name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the old lady uh, directs, uh, Donna asks her if she knew anything about Laura, and she says no, uh, but she directs Donna to the next door neighbor, Mr. Smith, yeah. who I guess they were friends. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. Smith uh, won't answer the door, and he won't leave his house. Right. Well, he's a computer. Sure. And uh, Sedona. So I, I hear I hear Mr. Smith, and I think of the Sarah Jane Adventures, where Mr. Smith is Sarah Jane's computer. Oh, okay. Well, I never no. watched it. Yeah. It was in uh, it was in the episode of uh, Doctor Who that they were in. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I don't remember. Okay. Well, I forgive you. That's all right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I remember a robot dog. Yeah. Yeah. That was involved. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Giles. <laughs> this is no. This was a later episode. Oh, okay. This was when all of the companions teamed up. At oh, okay. Four. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way. Anyway. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. So she leaves a note. Donna leaves a note for Mr. Smith. Yeah. Uh. And then later on, after the singing scene, she gets a call from him. Yeah. Uh, to be continued. To be continued. There. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so, uh, then uh, the episode ends on, uh, Agent Cooper asleep, mm-hmm. having another one of his dreams, where the giant shows back up, replying some, uh, certain, uh, scenes from the episode, in the prior episode, and, uh, and, uh, sees Bob in his dream, mm-hmm. uh, being extra creepy. Yes. And I'll face Bob. <laughs> extra, extra creepy. <laughs> Uh, and, well, good uh, casting. Yeah. Of Bob. And, um, I feel like, uh, the he show. Gets, he gets the call from Audrey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Audrey is in tears, uh, wondering where he is. Right. Why hasn't he come to rescue her yet? Exactly. Uh, and she is, uh, but she is, uh, on her way home. Yes. Uh, she is going to make her escape, and, uh, right as she says that, uh, the, uh, the phone gets hung up mm-hmm. by Blackie and the uh, department store manager guy. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. To be continued. Does Blackie have a mustache? Uh, there's something going on there. She looks like she's got a little bit of facial hair. Yeah, yeah. They're just weird, uh, masculine upper lips. I don't know. Yeah. Blackie. Blackie. <laughs> she's not entirely an attractive woman. No. But then again, she is the headmistress of a brothel. Yeah. So... And it was the late 80s. That's true. Early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. Okay. Still. Yeah. Whatever. Things were different. Yeah. Women were just allowed to run around with mustaches. <laughs> That's right. Don't you remember that? I do. Women with mustaches craze? I know. Of 1990. It is a very good thing that we as men have crushed feminism. <laughs> to stop that shit from happening. That's right. And put women in their places. That's right. They need to be beautiful. Or strong. Right. Not both. Preferably not strong. Preferably not strong, just beautiful. Yeah. 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 With no access to birth control. Nope. 
but still at the same time remaining female icons. Right, right. You know, from all the way back in the 70s. Right. When they were created. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking. Nepotism. <laughs> oh, uh, do a Google search if you're not sure what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun with it. Yeah. Or leave us a comment and, and we'll be happy to explain. Sure. Uh, as soon as you uh, finish yelling at uh, me for all my... Uh, hate speech. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, then. This was a good one. Yes, it was. They're all good ones. Yeah. I like it. I could have done without the singing. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Hopefully pray that there's no more singing. Yeah, why were they even doing that? I don't know. At no point in any previous episodes were like, you know what, let's sing a song Let's start a band. Yeah. There's never been any inclination of that. Yeah. Uh, Never has there been any sort of, uh, you know, evidence that uh, any of them have any kind of musical inclination or talent or anything. It is literally out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, all we really know about James at this point is that he rides a motorcycle. Right. And uh, did loved Laura and loves Donna. Right. Yeah. And people who maybe look like Laura. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll revisit all of that and more. Sure. Next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters.